beautiful morning from the side to you. Uh, welcome to Times of Navigating Unusual Change. My name is Mark Agbeko and uh, I'm the convener of Times of Unusual Change. And it's been wonderful uh, being with you all this while. And last week we did miss the session uh, due to several things. We're back this morning, uh, morning on the side. And I know you could be watching from different parts of the world. And I just simply want to welcome you, invite somebody to connect to this broadcast as this is here. So begin to look at the depths and God's word. Today, um, I'm going to start a new uh, series, and this is going to take us a few weeks. So let's enjoy this piece in the background before we get started. Thank you. That song is by Micah Stampley.
speak your abilities, your divine abilities in this worship. That is where he will put us. Society where uh, many emerging folks, um, ministry, uh, career path, many people um, seems to want to remove the boundary of honor and there's total disregard for standards. It's almost as if we have uh, some crop of people who are churned out without any um, compass towards honor or without any honor. Um, um, that is riveted on, on without any compass that is riveted on honor so uh, they tend to want to remove the Asian boundaries the Asian landmarks the standards that God have set now as I'm going to start this teaching almost every uh, time that I come on this broadcast I may make this particular statement that is you should um, maybe take a pen and paper or go to your phone or your tablet or your laptop and open open a notepad and perhaps entitle that a page of honor page of honor and then what does the page of honor uh, 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 what's the purpose what's the intent what do you do do i seek to advise you to pursue in that regard now life is not just what it is the making of a man has several constituents several things coming together to make a man or a woman who he or she is and so the page of honor wants to leave you in a place where you begin to recall and go back into your processes and go back into your experiences your journey your walk in this life being it career being it um, um, education being it um, ministry um, any sphere of life you find yourself you want to go in there and begin to mark out you begin to write out the names of these men and these women who have really made impact upon your life who have really made some contribution to your life 
Um, I have written somewhere the making of a man. Let me see if I can just find that and let me um, let me quickly um, um, locate that the making making of a man um, making of a man. Yeah. So um, the making of a man has several things in there. There are several things that comes together to make a man. Number one, the God that you serve. Number one, the God that you serve. Number two, the friends that you keep. Number three, the books that you read. Now, there are books that you have read, men who have influenced you, whom you've never met. I mean, if you are going to have that opportunity to meet them, it's going to cost a lot of money. Um, you're going to go through protocols. You're going to go through numbers of times and seasons before perhaps you could meet this man. I was listening to one great man of God who is still alive and was saying that he flew um, several hours and he had to pay, um, no, he flew several hours to meet this rich man, this wonderful, great, rich man of God. And it's a man of God who is leading people and stewarding destinies. And he's rich, he's based somewhere, um, somewhere in the world. And this man, um, actually told him that he's not gotten time so he can at best spend I think about um, is it 10 or 15 minutes with him to discuss whatever he came to discuss and that was just a 10 or 15 minutes and he has to flew he has to fly miles miles from the US in order to visit this rich man of God and wealthy man of God who did not just get his wealth from preaching but several things will come together to make him. And so this man told him, he said, listen, um, I have several recordings on some of the subjects you've asked me. So go um, to, to the bookshop and buy them. And some of the recordings cost $1,500 for him to buy. I mean, the issue of honor is so powerful, it's so important that when you neglect it, you can have your life locked out um, upon, upon the very very things that you ought to step in in the future. Sometimes you would be thinking you would have discovered God, you would be thinking you would have found opportunities in life, but the very presence, the very heights that God wants you to step into, you wouldn't have come into that yet. And the very thing, the vehicle that is going to carry you into that is what I call the culture of honor. We need to bring back the culture of honor into um, um, our environment that we call church, the ecclesia, needs to truly have a very strong environment of a culture of honor. Our homes need to return to the base and the foundation of honor again. Um, um, our, 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 our companies, organizations, our, our individual lives. If you're a wise man or a wise woman, you would want to incorporate strongly very powerful culture of honor. So I want to advise you to keep by yourself keep um, a page, keep keep a notepad and entitle it. For me, I have this personal one I've entitled The Page of Honor. The Page of Honor, which I started um, sometime in 2019. Um, and I call it my diary of gratitude and honor. A, 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 a gratitude mission, a gratitude mission. My diary of gratitude and honor, a gratitude mission. So I'm saying that when it comes to the making of a man, there are factors. One is the God that you serve. Number two, the friends that you keep. 
Now, the friends that you keep will come in um, several categories. Those that are gone before you, those that are on your level, those that are coming from behind that you are pulling along. All of these men and these women have a way of impacting your life severely. And so you want to keep a coach of honor, and you want to keep a diary of honor, a page of honor, I call it. That will help you. The books that you've read, men that you have not met, whom you will never have the opportunity to sit in the same room with them, who will father you. There are some of the men that I read, and one particular or a couple of them that I read, who are very, very, very old and wrote their material sometime 1960 something, 1950 something, and they died and passed on. Now, you would realize that throughout scripture, we'll come to this very statement I'm going to make now, and we will try to perhaps look into it deeply. Throughout scripture, you will see the page of honor being opened. You see a very strong culture of honor. That, for example, a man like Josiah will come on the scene who has absolutely no linkage or connection to David, and the Bible describes him as a man who have discovered the footprints and discovered the ways and the paradigm, the culture, the, the rhythm of David's heart and the way he walked with God. You look at the scripture, you see all of that. So you will see somebody like, let me tell you something very, very important about the, uh, uh, the culture of honor and how it works powerfully. Just look at somebody like um, Elisha standing at the banks of the river Jordan. Elijah is completely gone. Elisha enters into a place of honor and he says, where is the God of Elijah? And boom, the same power, the same intensity, the same life force, the same grace that was available to Elijah instantaneously was made available to him and he began to walk in the miraculous path. If we as a people can begin to learn how to walk powerfully in the culture of honor, I tell you, there are some eternal dimensions that will begin to pull on when in fact we wouldn't have physically met the men that have walked in such such dimensions. When we wouldn't have met the men that have walked in such dimensions. So it's important that you and I will begin to discover the path and the ways of honor. So the books that you read, the choices that you make in life, the endorsements that you receive, my God, my God, the endorsements that you receive. Do you know that you is connected to this broadcast and watching this broadcast, just one of the facets, watching this broadcast every Sunday and sending your feedback and following um, all the things that I, I, I seek to do as the grace of God will permit me. Do you know how much honor and endorsement that you place on me? Men do not just become men except by the God that they serve, the kind of God, their perspective of God, how they see God, how they walk with God, their experience and the culture of God that they have walked in, the friendships that they keep, the, the books that they've read, the choices that they've made in life, the endorsements, the endorsements, the endorsements that men place upon them. There are men who are going absolutely nowhere in life until somebody walks into their life and says, I believe in this man and this woman. Mm. I'm just reading your comment. I believe that a divine connection occurs in our heart with some people as if God knows what we need at the time. Powerfully. Powerfully. These are the places and environments that we we will live in so we can be far away far apart 
and we are in different cultures and we may never even share the same room but immediately we enter into the place of honor something divine in fact it even attracts god and god comes on the scene where is the god of elijah and josiah did everything according to the ways of his father david when he has no clue he has not met david who this david is but he did everything according to the ways of his father david look i believe god is um because i had to struggle to to seek out and and pray and god what is it that you want me to come uh, teaching in the next few weeks to these people it could be this first one or it could just be the weeks coming and everything uh, snowballing and rolling and and death being unveiled god wants us to become partakers of eternal realities that ordinarily ordinarily we wouldn't have stepped into and this thing requires that we step into divine connection and enter into the culture of honor so I was listening to once again. Let me share this before um, um, I move on. Um, so I was listening to another man of God some years back, and he said he entered into a relationship with a man who is also late now. And this man was in uh, United States, and this man, the other man, was based in um, um, Australia. And he said the very day he walked in, the very day he walked in into his meeting. And said to his people, and, and he said, I have a relationship with so so and so who is is in the US, and he provides me covering and leadership, and he is my father. He said, Instantaneously, he says, Incurable diseases that people carried in his ministry, people instantaneously became healed. And he said, He said that those were the dimensions and the capacities that his. Father, the man he calls his father is in relationship with walked in where he saw mighty works of God and miracles that surpasses understanding well, uh, human understanding. He said those things became evident within his environment. So where is the God of Elijah? We must keep that strongly with us because we will return and perhaps we may have to take some of the things and look at the culture of honor and how God gets provoked and he comes on the scene and he sets in motion and history is made and lives are changed, societies are transformed because one man decides to enter into a place of honor. So the endorsement you receive. I am here because somebody gave me endorsement. I mean, one of the men that gave me strong endorsement that began to, in fact, he actually introduced me to how to prepare um, a teaching outline. He introduced me, I remember very well, he introduced me to a teaching outline, I think a textual sermon. I didn't go to the normal Bible school that um, um, some of us would have gone through. I, I was trained differently, I was brought up differently, and what you see I talk about is purely the grace of God at work, and the way my outlines are arranged is purely the Spirit of God that allows me to go through this thing. And this man gave me opportunity to lead meetings and lead, lead prayers, I ministered in the prophetic, and he said to me, now he's late, he said to me, He's called Alfred Adjointed. And he said to me, the Lord said to me, he is going to raise a prophet in this ministry. And he didn't know that um, um, I am the one that he was bringing to me. He cherished me. He gave me his books. I read them. I, 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 I slept on his bed. I ate his food. Come on. 
this man placed endorsement on me, made me feel that I was not one crazy little one walking down the street and thinking I was hearing voices in my head and, and having impressions in my heart and knowing things about people. He placed endorsement on me. He gave me opportunity to lead, to lead his meetings and I led worship all together in the meetings. I brought people along who, when I left, they took over and led worship as the grace of God continued to swell and abound in that meeting. Friends, I am a product of endorsement, endorsement of men. And one of the key things we need to pray in life is to pray. I need to go, go back and go into this whole teaching, the making of a man. The making of a man is an important thing we need to deal with. One of the things we need to pray for is we need to pray for men and women who will, who will place endorsements upon our life. Some of us are going absolutely nowhere until somebody places his hand upon us and says, I believe in this man. And he does it in front of people and boom, that is it. Honor is placed, acceptance is given, and men are heading somewhere all the days of your life or their, or their life. So, what I want to advise you, this is just a piece of advice before I, I do a little introduction about this whole thing, the culture of honor, is that keep a page of honor. Write down the names of these friends of yours, these men and women of God, these bosses of yours who have place endorsement upon you the business environment you are in who is that man who is that woman who placed an endorsement upon you who is that one who actually opened the door for you you are going absolutely nowhere until that man came in and flung that door open and said enter we are not islands we are products of honor the teachings that you do today there are men and women whose, whose single comment have provoked divine abilities and graces in you to allow you to begin to come into, into, into snowballing and ballooning and burgeoning capacity in the things of God. My God, we must begin to build the page of honor and we must build it and acknowledge the men that have invested and placed endorsement upon us and we must also begin to build this page of honor by bringing other people along in designing a future that God wants. So the, the goal that you set, the friendships that you keep, the books that you, you've read or you continue to read, the choices that you make in life, the endorsements that you receive and the investments you receive. There are investments you receive men laying hand on you and saying let a little piece of this grace and ability on me move and pass into this man come on that level of investment you can never get anywhere that level of investment you can never get anywhere look there was a man i don't remember his name he um several years ago when i was i was i was pressing into ministry and almost like a young man who would eventually uh, step into what is called full-time ministry one day I visited his home because the daughter was very connected to our ministry and um, 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 so I visited their home very frequently so one day I went to their home and the father of this lady sat with me and said and they called me Michelle they just called me Michelle um, my my father Alfred gave this name to me and he calls me Michelle 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 so he said Michelle um, um, 
um, um, what are your plans? What do you intend to do in life? Um, and I said, um, I want to face ministry and this and not this and that and that. And you know, this elderly man said, Michelle, when you are young, your work is digging. You have capacity today. You have energy today. But when you are old, when you are old, you will not be able to dig. So go back to school. Face education. Go to school. Read courses. Come back. Do the work of God. And at the time, I think, um, the ministry that I had moved into um, back then began to put pressure on me to go to the Bible school. And there was somebody who came out. In fact, I was I was struggling in life. I, I needed money to sort a lot of things out. I needed money to pay fees and all of that. And nobody was bothered in the ministry. But there was somebody who, who thought that the only path I could go is to go into the Bible school. And he was ready to pay three years. Three years up front. Three years up front the fees. So I go through Bible school. Mine. And the pressure was on. The pressure was on. The pressure was on. Go to Bible school. But there was an advice from an elderly man. And he said, when you are young, your work is digging. But when you are old, you can never dig. So go to school. And I remember having a dream when um, um, I, had to, I, had to, I had to eventually, what happened in the dream was that there were men who had gone to Bible school for three years and I didn't have the opportunity to go. And there was a man of a great stature and height who handed to me economics, an economics pamphlet, an economics pamphlet to go and read. And he said, the man said to me in the dream, go back to school. So um, when all was said and done, three years down the line in the dream, men were graduating from school, uh, from the Bible school. And I was also brought in as part of the people who were graduating. But this angelic being had handed a pamphlet to me and said to me, go back to school. So I made a decision. My leaders at the time were, were, were in that ministry. My, were not happy. This man who wanted to sponsor me for three years in the Bible school was absolutely not happy with me. He never took it kindly with me from that day going forward. He never spoke with me. He never gave me a nice face from that day going forward. And I had to stay with this advice. The investments that you receive will make your soul open a page of honor today. Look deeply into your life, into your history. Begin to write down the names of the men. Begin to write down the names of the men. I'm going back to my notes and then I will just do a little piece of introduction because I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the party by just the things that I've said to you this morning. I want you to muse upon them. I want you to muse deeply upon them. Look into your life. Look into your journey. Where you started from. Where you started from. And begin to write down the names of men and women who have endorsed you, who made investments into your life. And there is a way you have to go back paying the price of honor to them. Just by the way, you may have to prepare a gift, go bless them. Just by the way, you may have to pray for them, acknowledge them, thank God for them. But it's important that you begin to develop a physical interface. Some of them, I believe some of the relationship might have run, sir, 
but I think I think it's a time that God wants to restore and heal relationships. Some of them you probably might have gone apart because of certain differences. But hey, listen to me. The power, the investment, the endorsements that you have received is more worthy than what has come by. Listen, I'm dealing with an issue right now. And yesterday I was all out to deal with that issue. I find a crop of people in an environment who do not respect history. Listen, we need a generation that honor and respects history than a generation that has a reckless behavior as a result of selfish um, monetary interests that drives them. We need to place value on history and honor. Very important. So I just want to do a very brief introduction. Just make one or two comments that uh, will set the tone as we set up next week to begin to unravel in the word of God this issue of building a culture of honor. How that thing can change your life. How that thing can bring you on the throne or prevent you from stepping into the next level. The culture of honor. The culture of honor. Maybe, let me say this, let me say this, because I was prophesying yesterday to one young man in our meeting, and I was telling him, um, because of the very things that the Lord was placing before me, I said, do not hate your father, do not harbor any bitterness in your heart towards your father. Because, you see, when we begin to hate our fathers and our mothers for the very mistakes that they made, of which we develop and become so incensed, we end up becoming history, an ash heap of what used to be. The very thing that our fathers were and our mothers were, we become the very same thing. So if you if 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 you dishonor your father, you dishonor your mother, you are angry and bitter over some particular things that have gone in the past. I want to advise you by the word of God, I want to advise you to, to let go and ask the Lord to help you and heal you so you do not become that history. You do not become that history. Many are suffering sicknesses and diseases today that their fathers and their mothers and curses that their fathers and their mothers walk in. When Jesus Christ died on the cross and they says, curses he that hung on the cross and no longer shall you and I be a curse. And he hung on the cross so that you and I will step into the blessings of Abraham, the culture of honor. And we are unable to step into this capacity. And we keep wondering, we pray prayers, we have done all kinds of spiritual direction and all of all kinds of religious things, and we are never free. I want to bring you to that place of a very simple principle that allows you to break free and begin to run the course of your life and destiny. Because um, God is about to do something new with you, and He is opening these pages. Of life to you. So building a culture of honor is a word. Open a page of a page, a page of honor, on a page of honor, scribble the name of the people that have made investments into your life. Your mother did not kill you at the point when she was giving birth to you. It is not yet the time for you to begin to disdain, disown, and 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 bring dishonor to this man. So I'm dealing with these people who are um, disregarding ancient boundaries that the fathers have laid. For example, in one of the cases, they're they trying to sell a piece of property that was sold to somebody by the very owner who passed on several years ago. And when this person was about to pass on, 
several things will happen in her life. She was ill, she was without money, and this generation today that is trying to sell the property have no clue of this particular circumstance that have gone by. So she had to sell her property to get money, take care of her personal needs and her medical condition, surgeries and operations and all of that. And several years will pass by and she passed on. Now, before the property was released, the elders of the family had come in and poured libation and invoked all the gods of the land and gods that their fathers did not even know. They called upon as to be a witness in passing this land to the person who is buying them so that he can get money in taking care of this woman who is suffering. And the gods have become a witness and they pour the libation on the very ground, the property, as a witness. And the land itself as a witness. And this brand new generation comes on the scene and they, be, they, begin, to, they begin to fight and want to take the property from this rightful owner who paid a price and have the land itself as a witness and the gods as a witness. And these men are endangering their lives. Listen, it's important. History is important than money. History is important than selfish interest. History is important than what you eat today. The culture of honor ought to bring us into the path of life. God is about to bring change. God is about to heal the past. I'm just reading a comment. God is about to open a new vista and a new future to a people in the earth if we begin to rediscover the culture of honor. So these are the things I want to say to, to end. If we, if we truly um, want to walk in success and blessing, honor is important. If we truly want to walk in success and blessing, Honor is important to lay the foundation of great change in societies and families and sustain this change. Please listen, listen. And to sustain this change and to sustain this blessing and to sustain all of this blessing, honor is key. It requires a culture of honor. That must pass from one generation to the next generation and the generation coming. You see, the scriptures are designed that the children of Israel will walk in the culture of honor. And the Lord said to Moses and said, you shall do this and that when a generation comes and they see it and they shall ask, what is this for? It shall be said to them that this is what the God of our fathers walked in and all. So you see somebody like Gideon who pray a prayer. He says that if um, God is the God that our fathers said, where are all the miracles, the powerful outcomes that our fathers spoke to us about? He said, you shall bind them on your on your hand, you shall paste them on your doorpost. It shall be everywhere. You shall discuss it when you lie down, when you rise up. It says in um, Exodus chapter 3, the verse 15, he said, God said to Moses, in a, in, if you read chapter 3, it's a very interesting uh, passage. Um, um, in the verse 14, he says that you shall tell them, I am have sent me. He says, what's the name of this I am? He said, tell them that the Lord God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He said, this shall be my name forever and it shall be a memorial to many generations. Look, even God himself 
regards honor. He honors Abraham, he honors Isaac, he honors Jacob. How much more you and I living in the earth. So if we're going to have a very sustained capacity of blessing, sustained momentum in the dealings of God in our lives, in our ministries, in our organizations, and have organizations transcending generations upon generations, it's important that we bring back the culture of order. So let me just define this and then... Um, I'm going to uh, end. So honor is defined in the Old Testament as, as a weighty presence, as majestic dignity, value, a precious possession, ornament, ornamental splendor, glorious significance, extreme greatness and beauty. Honor is defined as a weighty presence, majestic dignity, value, Precious possession, ornamental splendor, glorious, magnificence, extreme greatness, and beauty. So you will see that when we really enter into the place of honor, what happens is that even the very things that have gone beyond us before we showed up, once we touch honor, the very power, intensity, grace, and abilities are put in. Once we touch the the power of honor, healings begin to take place instantaneously. Once we touch the power of honor, the same disposition as God was with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is made available to us. You want to go back and begin to look strongly at the page uh, of honor and begin to develop it. So in the New Testament, it's defined as to value something, to prize something, to revere, to glory. To, to dignify, to esteem in the highest degree, to hold in the highest regard, to show respect and precious value, to show respect and precious value. Where is the God of Elijah? God bless you, friends. I want to stop here and I want to say the Lord bless you. The Lord, the Lord favor you. The Lord be with you. The Lord continue to give you insight into this discourse. I am just um, a portal through which God is communicating these things. And I wanted to share this video, send it specifically to somebody. Somebody is out there struggling and battling with the father and the mother over absolutely nothing. And we will look into scripture and you see that this is one of the most single thing you do that prolongs your life. You want to live long? You want to have sustained momentum in the grace of God and abilities upon your life? Let us return to the place of honor. Today, I take the opportunity to honor this great man of God who is passed. He's called Alfred Adjointe. He so much impacted my life. He so much laid a foundation in my life and that I'll never forget. Uh, nevertheless, there are so many other men of God um, that as the days go by, I'm going to mention their names. Gave me opportunity to speak, to teach, and to exercise the gift of God and become confident, um, traveled with me, placed me on platforms, and opened doors, and all. Um, we're going to come into all of us. Men that helped me in my corporate path, corporate career, who opened doors, who gave me opportunities to make mistakes and learn. God bless you.
God bless you. So, God is placing honor on you, man. Um, your words will have weight. Amen. Amen. Amza, God bless you. God bless your home. God bless your home. Look, this teaching that I've started, I'm probably going to link something to it and link something very important to it. Because several years ago, I did a whole series that's about 16 parts and I have a recording hidden somewhere. I did a whole series on the reward of a prophet and I talked strongly about how we ought to build a culture of honor. But this time, um, it's flipping in a new light altogether. So this is a journey that God is bringing us into. You, God bless you. God bless you all for your comment and your support and your, you, you keep following and keep making us know um, how it's affecting you. I want to say the Lord be with you and give you insight. Now this evening at 5.30pm, we want to have a worship and a prayer time. It's going to be praying and worshiping and exalting the name of the Lord and I don't know, maybe prophesying as well. So you want to follow the broadcast online if you're far away. If you're in Tema Ashaman, you are in Accra, come on, make time. Come to um, the first floor of the White House building in Tema Continent, opposite the Satellite Hotel. If you go to the Google map and look for Satellite Hotel Tema Community 9, or Community 9 Tema, you would find us. 5.30 p.m. We will be um, in the service for just about two hours. You don't want to miss it. Then every Thursday, we have weekly online Kingdom Learning Space, weekly online Bible study, KLS, um, OBS. You want to be part of this conversation. It's happening at 8 p.m., 20.00 GMT. Um, and look, it is so wonderful. If you've missed any of the teachings, go to any of the podcast channel, Anchor, Overcast, Overget, um, Google Podcasts, and all. About 11 channels, you could find the recordings there. Look for He Breath and Man Became, and you'll find um, the recordings there. And then on YouTube, look for Mark Abeko. You can find the recordings as well. I want to say peace, life to you, and God bless you. We shall overcome. Ah, thank you. Hamza, God bless you. God bless your home. My regards and love to Sierra. My regards and love to Sierra. I cherish the prayer she offered for me, and the Lord is doing something wonderful. Bye bye for now. Bye bye for now.